0: up everything. The Blues are in the last week of the regular season, which means the games are made up and the points don't matter. And let's not even talk about the North Division. But, tonight we'll discuss the playoff matchups we know about, and the ones we think we know about. Plus, we'll touch on Jack Eichel dropping a bomb on the nuclear waste pile that is Buffalo. Any of our listeners can have whatever elective surgeries they want, so let's get started, and let's go Blues! Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Two Guys One Cup Podcast. It is Thursday, May 13th, a date that has no significance that
1: I know Friday the 13th, fall on a Thursday. Oh, boy.
0: It's It's the same. It's it's the same effect. Uh, I am Stephen Ground. I'm joined by Ian Peters. Ian, how are you this fine evening?
1: I am doing fantastic.
0: That's good. Do you have any big plans in the near future?
1: (laughs) Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on a plane to Hawaii tomorrow,
2: which uh, would be nice. Oh, you know. poor Can I on be? A plane to okay. Hawaii? Yeah, go what, ahead.
1: One of those old complaining things. I wish I could get on a plane in <laughs> St. Louis and fly to Hawaii. That would be lovely. In fact, I would wish I could fly to LA and then to Hawaii. You know, get me there. Instead, I have to take the one hour flight to Chicago to then go to Hawaii, which is like to chicago
0: to la to hawaii no
1: straight to hawaii which is nice i'll give it that but like man i just hate that i get on a plane you settle in and you go you'll be getting up from this plane in one hour i will
0: drive just about anywhere i can and i know people think i'm crazy and that's fine but like it's that that's the reason i'm not afraid of flying at all i hate connecting Mm-hmm. and to get anywhere it's like a whole day it's a whole day to freaking fly anywhere and if it's going to be a whole day i'll just drive
1: <laughs> oh especially in chicago like depending on like when you want to get there like yeah. and how much you know what oh, the security sure. looks like i'm like shit i'll just drive but i'll hours. drive a lot
0: farther than chicago
1: <laughs> well, i'll drive if to it's Tokyo. Can, well
0: because listen like legitimately so i drive to jacksonville for work a fair amount and i won't do it if i'm there for like a day mm-hmm. but if i'm going to be there for a week or two anyway i like having my car in the first Place. and it's was helpful it's a 13 hour drive which is a little crazy but like a flight you're gonna to go to atlanta you're gonna connect if the connection is short it might be like six seven hours mm. but then you're in the airport in jacksonville which is even more in the middle of nowhere than our airport which so you're like 40 minutes to drive to wherever you want to go anyway it's just like i just like having the control i'm a bit of a control freak anyway so mm. you know i don't uh
1: I think no. if you get up and you go to the front of the plane and pound on the door in <laughs> front and tell them to speed Hey, just up. take this
0: straight to, straight to Jacksonville, would you? Yeah, I think that'd I think go they're over fine, well. they're fine. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I really like to have control of my situation. And speaking of people who would like to have control of their situation. Jack Eichel, our old friend, our old buddy Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, the captain of the Buffalo Sabres for the time Does being. Does he
1: really? I forget that. Ah. Uh,
0: you know, Poor Jack. I took the time this week, I was listening to the Puck Soup podcast, um, and they were talking about this, obviously, it's the big story of the week, and I stopped it and I said, yeah, no, you know what, I need to go and hear our friend... Uh, Chad D. Domenicis of Die by the Blade. I may have butchered his last name. I don't think I did, but I may <laughs> have. Uh, and our other friend, Anthony Chandra, who wasn't on this episode, but has, is on the same podcast, I believe. Uh, I need to hear the actual, the straight from Buffalo take. Mm-hmm. I will find the name of their podcast. I believe it's expected Buffalo, but I'll look it up so they get the plug. But I needed to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. What's the, um... It is expected buffalo what is the uh real insider buffalo sabers fan yeah. feeling right now
1: cuz there's a lot of there's a lot of hot takes from national people for sure
0: and i was like are they miserable mm. or, are they, or maybe they're pissed at jack eichel maybe mm. they're pissed at sam reinhart uh you know maybe they're pissed at kevin adams i don't know, Who, I mean, I know. maybe be. they weren't pissed at all maybe they're like hey you know we acknowledge uh it's time to rebuild and it sucks that this one didn't work and whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> listening to those guys I'm have to and listen I to feel this. it. I feel it on like a deep spiritual level, man. I we lived through. I was a pretty big Rams fan at the time. And I experienced an ownership group that was actively trying to sabotage a team in order to move them out of town. Mm-hmm. And honest to God, that team wasn't as miserable as the Buffalo Sabres. It was pretty bad. Yeah. But it didn't seem... like The Buffalo Sabres are doing more to screw their own franchise by accident than Stan Kroenke could manage to do on purpose. <laughs> and this... I say this a lot, and it never happens because the NHL doesn't do anything ever. But this is two stories in back-to-back weeks that are just a horrendous embarrassment for this league. Jack Eichel should be, what, easily a top 10 star Mm -hmm. in the NHL, maybe top 5. And the dude is hidden in a market that's a great hockey market. Mm-hmm. Even still pops incredible TV ratings. Um, really loyal fans, you'd have to be, to keep talking about that team. And I I just have all the sympathy in the world for them, because here we are again. It was 2000, what was the McDavid draft year? 16? 15-16? 15. They yeah. came in in 15, yeah. so 14-15 was the season that they would have tanked in. Yeah. But they tanked that year. They basically tanked the year before, which was the Reinhardt year, I think. And you get it, you already, right out of the gate, you're screwed because you don't get McDavid. Mm. But the Eichel is the best number two pick in a decade,
1: probably, or more.
0: As good as it gets for a number like, two pick.
1: I was like, yeah, way better than some of the first overalls in the last <laughs> yeah. couple of years.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, would have been a first overall in any draft other than the Matthews year since then, probably, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd say so. I
0: can't. Th- I, he would have been over Dahleen, I'm pretty sure. Over Hughes. Over Hughes and uh, sure for sure. Mm. Um, so, you know, as consolation prizes go, fantastic. And that's why teams tanked so hard that year was because they were like, well, at least if we lose out on McDavid, we've got Eichel. I think the number three pick was pretty good, too. I don't know who it was that year, but. Um, Dylan. You know, so they get Eichel, they're they're a little screwed from the beginning, but then they've got the face of their franchise, supposedly, and it just never worked. It never worked at all. They had Sam, they had Ryan O'Reilly. Um, Dylan Strom. Is he the good one, or is
1: Ryan Strom the good one? I think Ryan's the good one. Where's Dylan? One? Dylan's in Chicago. He's the
0: one that's in Chicago now, he but he's Arizona. pretty good again, right? Oh,
1: is he, yeah. And who's four? Mitch Marner. Oh. Pretty good. Noah Hannafin at five. Pavel Zatet at bad. six. Yeah. So, Ivan Provorov, yeah. Wierenski, Timo oh. Meyer, Miko Rantanen. This is staying hot. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Dylan. I mean, uh, you, you yeah. play in the NHL and you're pretty good. But, yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan O'Reilly gets scapegoated because he's tired of losing. Which I get it. I don't want a guy on my team actively trashing my organization, even if the organization's crappy. So, this isn't like a we love Ryan O'Reilly hot take. I mean, we do. <laughs> but, like, you know, I get I, he shouldn't have been scapegoated. I, you know, those guys on the podcast said he shouldn't have been scapegoated, but he was. Yeah. He gets traded. The GM gets raped on the trade. There's just no debating that. It's unfortunate. Not for us, <laughs> but it's <laughs> the reality of it. And then they spend all this time looking for a number two center. They refuse to move Sam Reinhart to center. They finally do. He's great. And now both Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhart openly, basically, are, are stumping to be moved out of town. And why wouldn't they be? Mm. You bring in Taylor Hall, nothing. <laughs> you bring in Jack, uh, not Jack, Jeff Skinner. Yeah. He, great first season, forty goals. Pay him nine million a year, nothing. Kaiwak Poso, nothing. Rasmus Dalin you know, I think he's still going to be a pretty decent NHL defenseman, but he's a terrible not
1: terrible season. Not,
0: not being the player that you were promised. <laughs> Rasmus Dalene, um, you've got a, you've got a couple young, you know, you've got Dylan Cousins, you've got Dallin. They don't even have much of a farm system right now.
1: They barely have any scouts.
0: They don't have. Yeah, these people don't scout people. And this is this is this is is like at what point does the NHL step in and say we've got a good market and it can't be in the Pagula's hands anymore? Mm -hmm. Is it Pagula? 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 Pagula. Okay. Uh, Anyway, let me read some of these actual quotes now that we've talked about it a lot, and then I'll let you say whatever you want because I've just been rambling. Oh, I'll say whatever I want. Oh, we'll say a lot. This is (laughs) this is not a story we're touching on lightly. Um. A lot of a lot of quotes here. The the one about his shoulder is probably the one that's gotten the the most play, I'd say, or his neck, not his shoulder. Um, but he's got several quotes. This one reads
3: Yeah, I mean listen, like my, my number one my number one interest and my number one goal is, is Jack Eichel. I mean you know what I mean? You gotta look after yourself, you gotta look after what you think's best for yourself and you know, the organization has a similar job to do, but it's to look after what's best for the Buffalo Sabres. So uh, yeah, it was tough. Like, I think that there was a little bit of, uh, things, I guess, maybe just haven't been very black and white to put it, to put it in perspective. I think, um, we're all trying to educate ourselves in the situation and what would be best moving forward. And, uh, so I think that, uh, yeah, there's been, there's been some tough conversations, but, um, you know, like. I gotta do what's best for me. You know what I mean. Um, I'm only gonna play hockey for so long. 24 years old. Hopefully, I have many more good years in this uh, in this amazing game left. But you know, I gotta I gotta take care of myself. And um, you know, so I, I, I think that uh, yeah, it's it's been tough at times, but I'll come out on the other end of it. And before uh, before I know it, I'll be back on the ice, and I look forward to that.
0: Um. He went on to say
3: You know, for sure. I I, I would say I, I've been a bit upset about the way that things have been handled since I've been hurt. Um I wouldn't uh i would be lying to say that that things have, have moved smoothly since my injury. Um so yeah, I think that there's been uh, there's been a bit of a disconnect, I think, from from the organization a bit and, and myself. And um, you know, it's been it's been tough at times, but you know right now for me i think the uh i think the most important thing is just trying to get healthy and figure out a way to be uh available to play hockey next year uh you know wherever that might be i mean that was the other big kind of
0: stinger on the end of this the losing is tough it takes a toll i guess we'll see what happens um and then uh the big quote.
1: Jack, I guess I'm I'm puzzled, and I'm coming at this from a standpoint of you know if I were with my doctor, it's
2: my decision what I want to do. And I guess my question is, if you want surgery, or if you don't want surgery, whatever your thought is on that, why don't you just do what you would like to do? It's your body, it's your decision
0: yeah, it with a doesn't doctor. Doesn't
3: work like that, Paul. <laughs> is it Is it because a contract? Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I wish. I mean. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, I guess that's that's. You hit the nail on the head there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. I mean, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm under contract with this team, and um, they definitely hold a lot of uh, a lot of cards on what I can and can't do.
1: That's not true, Paul.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think of. <laughs>
0: Yes. Uh, how did this get made? How did the Buffalo, they should do an episode on the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, and finally, I
3: I think I have a lot of thinking to do in this off season. I think that there's a lot that, uh, that I have to consider and, um, you know, but, but for now, obviously, uh, you know, I'm here, I'm the captain of this hockey team and, uh, and you know, my, uh, my goal is to be available and, and to try and help the guys in the room and help this, this organization win hockey games. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll continue to do that as long as I'm here.
0: Um, and then Sam Reinhart, I honestly haven't even read his quotes, but basically talking, he's got one year toys UFA, I think. RFA. Uh, He's an RFA this year, but he's got one year oh, until his okay. rights, I think, yeah. flip over, maybe. And so he's not. It's similar to, like, the Josh Anderson thing last year. I don't think he's going to sign there for more than a year if he yeah. signs at all. Um, so, go ahead. You, you talk now.
1: I don't want to... Uh, I mean, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, you know, like, it seems to just get worse and worse, like, every... I'm waiting for, like... I'm waiting for them to be like, yeah, half the building, like, no one was in the building, but half the building caved in on itself wherever they play. And, yeah. uh, the key, lake. Key banks. Yeah. Are... The lake has risen. And, uh, yeah, it's there. And, uh, but we're still going to play <laughs> with water in the building, you know, just. We'll just put the non-vaccinated people on the drowning Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just feels like it's kind of like, you're just like, okay, if it... they lose Jack Eichel, what's the next thing? It can't get any worse, but it will. Somehow it's it will. It's one
0: thing after another with this team, and it's all the most extraordinary unbelievable like benny hill kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like remember last year when they had the legends jerseys that were
1: just like wrong yeah they were like or maybe that was two years ago but was like weird font and they couldn't get i think maybe one of
0: the names was misspelled yeah yeah.
1: of like people that played on this team for years yeah you know that's basically Mm -hmm. like wayne gretzky or maybe like chris pronger comes back and like oh we forgot the the second r just says pronga but whatever, no big deal. <laughs> and here's a jersey you never wore, and it kind of looks like someone's like uh, PJs. And good luck with that. You know, thanks for coming back. Yeah, the whole organization just, just crap. Um, do you think they trade Jack Eichel this off season? Do you think they trade him this summer?
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't know how
1: you don't, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the smart move. I think they should trade him because at this point, like, what else are you going to do? The guy obviously doesn't want to play there. He'll he'll play there because he's under contract, like you said, but he obviously doesn't want to play there. Um, so that's a smart thing to do, which is why the Buffalo Sabres will well, not be right. doing it. What I, hear, I heard so many people start to move towards the obvious answer of, well, Jack Eichel's done in Buffalo. And I was kind of actually happy to hear that for Jack Eichel's sake because I was like, well, at least he's free from that prison and we can enjoy this player again. Um, but then the more I've heard a lot of the you know media talking heads being like, yeah, I don't think he's going to be there. I'm like, no, no, I think he is. I think he's going to be there at least one more Here's season. Because the thing. Because that's, cause what, who, who are they going to trade him to? And also, if you he's did, got like a neck issue, right? Yeah. He's like this weird depreciating asset that like, mm-hmm. if you try and trade him, they're going to go, well, he's got a neck issue. We can't give you a lot of money. He's got to get it fixed. You know, now we have to deal with that. Come on, Buffalo. We're not going to give you a lot. And then if Buffalo keeps them, they got to deal with it too. He's, it's like, uh, it's like they have to patch him up before they even know what he is again.
0: If you can get Byfield or Lafreniere, obviously you're not getting Lafreniere or even Capo Caco. Hmm. You probably make the deal, but I do think if you're Kevin Adams, you can't have another Taylor Hall deal.
2: Mm-mm. You
0: can't do this for Ryan Lindgren, uh, a first, and I don't know. Um, well, I want to say Keandre Miller, but he's too good. I'm well, dreadful. it's got to be like cash oh, and too, uh, which... Anthony D'Angelo, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, That's... like well, it's got to be money, right? Because he's 10 million dollars,
0: yeah, for sure. But, like, you take a bad contract if you get Lafreniere or Biden. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, but you got to get a contract. You got to get contracts that are up to $10 million.
0: I really don't. I mean, like, I I want the best for Jack Eichel. I think he's clearly in the right in this conversation. Yeah. But you can't give him away for nothing. And to me, it's silly. It's silly that I just said, you're not getting Lafreniere. Because you completely should. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I know is really good, but Jack Eichel already is probably better than what you hope Lafreniere could be, and mm-hmm. is not even a center. So, like, you should absolutely be able to go to the Rangers and say, we've got Jack Eichel. You want Jack Eichel? Great. Give us your first overall pick from last year and your next two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. That, that's not an unreasonable return for Jack Eichel under contract for what five more years, six more years, yeah, five I think. Um,
1: what's I mean, they hold all the cards, game,
0: you know, the first as close as hockey has to a quarterback is your first line center in terms of value. If you were trading a quarterback in his prime, if you were going to trade. Dak Prescott, right now, you trade like eight first round, you you know expect mm-hmm. like eight first round picks and some good players, you know. So like, I get that the calf's tough and everything, but like they're already backed into a corner because everybody knows this guy wants out. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he's hurt now. Um, oof, fantastic job, Savers. <laughs> and I realize the Savers defense is like, well, whatever surgery he wanted, players haven't come back from that, and it's like. Okay, but do you think he's trying to get a surgery that's going to end his career or don't you, you know? And, um, I just don't, they're they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if they keep him next year, he's either going to be missing because he's had this surgery or is rehabbing or whatever, or he's going to be there and miserable it's not, it's not like they're going to keep him for a year, he's going to play, he's going to be happy as a clam, and then they can either trade him for a King's ransom or keep him, and the
1: franchise will just be fixed. Mm-hmm. It's the Sabres.
0: Even mm-hmm. if that could happen, it won't happen yeah. to them.
1: So, like... That's what I mean. Like, you're just kicking the can down the road, and I guess you get a better offer next year if he has a but really do good you? season. I don't
0: know if you do, because then it's one less year of the contract, and yeah. it's like, there's no... That's I don't envy Kevin Adams' job, because this isn't all his fault.
2: Mm.
0: But like there's no winning here, because first of all, you're losing Jack Eichel in any scenario. And second of all, the dude You're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a reasonable return. Because that's just how the NHL works these days. Mm. And it sucks. And the fact that he has to be there and be miserable for 4 years you know or might have to be there and be miserable for 5 years says a lot about the NHL system says a lot about the salary cap and I'm usually pro salary cap but this is one of the big drawbacks um and it's just I don't know man it just sucks it's a sh- crappy situation and I don't know if you're, if you're a Sabers fan, I don't know how you ever have hope as long as the Coolas are there. Eventually, someone with the s- Bills came to them and said, look, if you want this team to be successful, you've got to let us run it. You have to get out of the way. Be the money. Shut mm-hmm. up. Stay out of the way. And now the Bills have one of the most exciting young quarterbacks in all of football and look to be on their way to being a perennial Super Bowl contender, you know, mm-hmm. which hope it goes better than it did the last <laughs> time but um you know that's the only way you get somebody in there with a big personality i was like
1: they need a strong
0: bring GM. john davidson in yeah and then let john davidson say hey you guys go in a corner give me your money shut up or i'm not coming in and i'll quit the second you try to interfere mm-hmm. that's you know if, if you want this to turn around that's what they have to do i don't think they're gonna do that yeah but this team doesn't have a scouting department.
1: So I mean, I can't believe you. And it's not you... from
0: a lack of money. These people are NFL owners. That means they have all the money they need to run two NHL franchises. <laughs> it's not. It's night and day. It's black and white. The kind of revenue. The kind of expenses. So they've got the money. I don't
1: know. they just don't have the know-how. I can't freaking, believe they think they do. If the frickin'
0: Arizona Coyotes can have a scouting department, the frickin' Buffalo Sabers can. And they've just decided that they can do all their scouting from video but also won't scout any European players. It's like so
1: That's what I mean. I'm like, like whose decision is
0: Outlaw that? Mud Show crap. And I feel I I genuinely feel bad for their fans. I feel a little bad for Kevin Adams. I certainly feel bad for any players that sign there. Jack Eichel was an RFA. What's he supposed to do? Demand a trade then when he's like 21? Yeah. Jeff Skinner was a UFA, but nobody else has given him $9 million for eight seasons. So, of course, he's got a sign there. But, like, some of these other guys that get stuck there are like, they're just stuck there. Rasmus Ristolainen wants out, they can't find a buyer for that. <laughs> that poor was the bastard. funniest
1: thing. Each one of these guys, Eichel and Reinhardt, were like, you know, I hope, you know, we'll play wherever I'm going to play next year. And then. Ristolainen was like, essentially was like, I want to be traded. (laughs) And Buffalo was like, yeah, we tried, bro, but no one wanted you. Oh, so sad. Um, I think you're right, though, about uh, Reinhardt there. I think he's the uh, intriguing fish in all this, for the Blues at least, because it's like, oh, I can't get you, I can't get a Jack Eichel out of this deal, but I could definitely get a Sam Reinhardt here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know
1: what you, what it would take to get him. He
0: actually, weirdly, it weirdly feels like you could end up paying more for Sam Reinhart because he's healthy, he's versatile, he's 25, and you get to control his contract. So it almost seems like he could end up being the mo- more oh yeah expensive player, but he's great, and I like him. You know, he's got decent size. Um... The Blues aren't in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes. No, no, no. They don't have the horses to get him. They don't have the cap room to pay him. Well, they do, honestly, but they're not going <laughs> to. Um, and to do it, you'd have to move a contract like Braden Shen or somebody. mm mm-hmm. um, some, do it <laughs> well i mean yeah for sure like for sure yeah i've heard people be like some teams just aren't interested in jack eichel and i'm like you're freaking ass they're not interested. i know and right they might not be interested because of some circumstance but there's no team that's not interested in adding his yeah, talent let's
1: see old kicking the tires on Tim yeah
0: but i don't think that's at all possible or realistic I don't know that Sam Reinhardt is possible or realistic, but if you can get a guy like that for like a, I don't know. I I love him, but I'd do Robert Thomas straight up or Robert Thomas in a non-first-round pick for Sam Reinhardt. You know, like he's young, he's proven, he's versatile, he can play wing and center. Um, I don't think we're going to do it. But I'm a little interested in that. Mm. I think the boys do need to shake up their offense in a, in a significant way this summer, um, which probably means adding or changing a top six six piece long term. And he certainly would be a guy that could fit that mold.
1: Yeah, not signing Jane uh, Schwartz is like making a tree. We do need to not sign Drayden Schwartz, I feel like, but that's a different issue. We need to re-sign David Perron who scored another goal in tonight's game. This dude's on a heater. He's going to finish
0: with more points than
1: uh,
0: Connor McDavid.
1: Man, can David Perron just carry us through the playoffs? That's our only hope. (laughs) David, do it. Um,
0: Anyone hoping for a reunion between... Uh, Is it Dan Quinn or David Quinn?
1: David Quinn, I think.
0: David Quinn.
1: uh, Medicine woman.
0: Yes. Um, David Quinn, uh, Jack Eichel's former college coach, and Jack Eichel in New York are not going to get it because David Quinn has been fired. The New York Rangers, the other eyesore of an organization for the NHL this week. I, I would be so miserable right now if I was a Rangers fan. Everything was going perfect, mm-hmm. and they're gonna fucking all up. James Dolan has decided he was awoken yeah, from his NHL slumber by up, Tom Wilson pounding on his players. This is, you know, what the NHL asked for. This, this is what you get for not. So I mean, you suspend them. Uh, you know, honestly, you suspend Tom Wilson. I think the I, Rangers don't are doing all right I don't want I don't want it for the Rangers. And maybe you know, all the reports say that at least. Um, gorton would have been on his way out had they not you know had that not happened yeah I'm, i don't totally buy that but whatever but honestly if tom wilson i don't want it for the rangers because i'm excited by them and i find them exciting and they're they're the original 16 that i'd like to see be good yeah but um if not suspending tom wilson leads to the utter be-clowning of the New York Rangers from a future mega-franchise perspective, and that in turn damages the NHL. They got what they deserved. Yeah. That's on you. Um... I don't know. I, I don't think David Quinn was like an amazing coach, so I don't think this is a bad decision. Mm-hmm. But it depends on who they bring in, and if they bring in John Tortorella because he's angry. <laughs> Do it. Although, to be fair, John Tortorella might have jumped on the ice and just punched Tom Wilson himself. Yeah. But
1: that would that would have been that, <laughs> that would have been, been a theater, fun baby. Some fun interviews after the game. Oh yeah, that would have been spicy. Or. Or would John Tortorella be like, well, Artemi shouldn't have jumped on him, you know? Would he, he, <laughs> would he somehow yeah. automatically sigh and be like, look, I'm a tough guy too, I understand. I get it, I've been Tom Wilson. Yeah, yeah. that's me, I've seen myself <laughs> out there. I too punch Artemi Panera <laughs> in the face. I do it every every
0: night oh, in the locker room. Poor
1: Artemi, to get out of uh, Columbus and then be met with John Tortorella and the Rangers, uh, that'd be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, I don't know who they get. Um,
0: oh, God, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe they can't go after John Tortorella.
1: <laughs> uh, James Dolan don't care. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who they're going to get. I wonder if they're going to get somebody that Drury is uh, We're familiar s- with. It's
0: 6-3 to three now and an oh, like, assisted Cairo on a power play
1: goal? <laughs> what It's get, getting wacky. Thing? What well, is happening? The Blues had to win the game tonight. They didn't have to, but they had to because... The Wild have iced half a team. Kaprizov, uh, Fiala, Spurgeon, all these dudes aren't even playing tonight.
0: I do like, listen, I love that they're turning, I love that they've turned it around. Oh, yeah, yeah, But I do like the people who just have forgotten that the first half of the game
1: happened. This is just how it's going to be. It's
0: going to be a roller coaster. Let's go into... Give me to the Blues. The Blues, because it's more than time. Um... This team isn't going to go far in the playoffs, I don't think. But let's talk about why. Yeah. The Blues play the Vegas Golden Knights on a day, Saturday, May 8th. They get trained.
1: They get trained. Oh, the they got a train
0: running on them. Uh, yeah. Was M- it 4-1? Ville, Ville, Vilofferson, who was in net. Tarasenko and Krug and Boyer are all out. The Golden Knights... Uh, cut the Blues from shooting for the oh, first 15 right. minutes of this period. The first 15 minutes. This is the team where, this is the team people say, you know, I'd much rather have the Golden Knights than the Avs in the playoffs. You are Y'all crazy. Y'all wrong, You baby. are crazy, baby. Even freaking uh, Greg Wyshynski was like, I think if the Blues face the Golden Knights, they have a puncher's chance because they play a similar style, and it's like, yeah, and that's the problem.
1: Yeah, a much better version the of The
0: Blues could potentially, in the playoffs, just hold Nathan McKinnon for 20-minute period because yeah, there's I've no seen, rules. I've
1: seen them do it before. I've seen them
0: do it, and I mean literally commit the infraction yeah. of holding for 20 consecutive That's what minutes. Robert
1: Bortuzzo's out that's there for. That's why he's
0: there. Uh, but yeah, we're suppressed. Uh, no shots for 15 minutes. By the time we do shoot the... Uh, Vegas Golden Knights have goals from Smith and uh, Chandler Stevenson.
1: Mm, I don't like that name.
0: Um, yeah, the the first <laughs> one went off uh, Schwartz's stick and trickled through Husso. it wasn't entirely his fault, but he wasn't blameless either. And the Stevenson goal uh, was Petra dangling around David Perron like a child. This was embarrassing because the Blues tried... That nonsense power play move they do where they try like a three line stretch pass. And uh, Petra just read it like a book. I don't remember if we were doing it last year. Um, or if he's just watched enough game footage that this very obvious <laughs> developing play is obvious, but he picks it off and then he gets into the zone and dangles around Peron, Peron uh, and backhanded it to Stevenson for the one-time goal. Uh, it sucks that Alex Petrangelo isn't here anymore. Good call, Army. Glad he. <laughs> glad that no movement clause isn't on our books. Thank God for that.
1: But then we would be able to get Jack Eichel, Steven. Uh,
0: Jack Eichel, exactly. Um, the Blues finally mounted a little offense late in the period, but uh, we are not in the Vegas Golden Knights league. Colton Pareko scores his second goal of the season by running down Theodore behind the net, dispossessing him and maneuvering him front to score. Um, it was our best moment of the game, and we entered the third period down 2-1. to one. Um, once again, the Knights suppressed us for a long time. Uh, we were held shotless without the, uh, in the first eight minutes of the period. And by the first 30 minutes of the entire game, we had just four shots. Um, entering the third period, I said that I was convinced that the Knights could just prevent us from shooting for a whole period. If they wanted to, they didn't, we shot a lot in the third period. They weren't good shots, but they were shots at one point. Darren Pang said he's not one to, talking about Barubi. he said he's not one to worry about lack of shots. He wants quality shots. Uh, maybe start worrying about lack of shots if you have 4 through 30 minutes. Also, if you're last in the league and expected goal 4 and last in the lead and high danger chances, you're not getting quality shots either. So maybe try the other strategy then.
2: This guy shots.
0: is denser than a post. I'm. Like, Craig Baruby. he has his strengths, and he has his weaknesses. And his strengths are being physically strong, and his weaknesses are all the attributes (laughs) it takes to be a good NHL coach. (laughs) His
1: weaknesses are his brain.
0: I know, I know that people are not on this bandwagon with me yet, and I don't hate Craig Baruby. Obviously, we wouldn't have won the cup without his leadership, (laughs) but not without his coaching.
1: You know, yeah, he made key decisions at key he times. He did. He
0: did. He really did. And no I'm one else was the coach that, of the Blues right, that day, day. exactly. <laughs> uh, and I can't take that away from him. But it's just like now. It's just there's just the dense stuff. This whole philosophy isn't working. Yeah. It's like when Mike Yo had the trap defense or whatever.
1: Oh, he had a man Or the defense. man-to-man defense,
0: yeah. yeah. And it just wasn't working for like 20 games, He's and his job should be in question. And then it was. It was man-to-man,
1: I'm oh, pretty that's sure. that's right. um, I remember Barrett Jackman called that into question. Yeah. And I was like, if Barrett Jackman's calling your defensive scheme into question, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty you've bad. You've sunk pretty low. It's pretty bad. Um up to bear.
0: Anyway, so that annoys me. Of course, we have six goals tonight so, and four goals yesterday, so I guess we're fixed. Just in um, time, Steven. We just need to just play the time. wild exclusive. <laughs> apparently. For real, though. Yeah. For real. Um, if I'm digging for positives, and I was... Uh, Thomas got leveled by McNabb at one point and got up and got right back into the same play with a good scoring chance. So, you know, gutsy play by Rob Tom didn't matter. Riley Smith and Riley Smith scored the (laughs) final two goals that ended four to one. He had a hat trick Petrangelo with another assist. Uh, the blues finished with 21 shots, uh, all but uh, 17 of those came in the second half of the game, uh, 57% of the faceoffs, three power plays, no goals, Uh, 18 blocks, um, you know, in 44 minutes at 5-on-5, we had 41% of the Corsi and um, 35% of the expected goals. So, you know, uh, Blues Views pointed out that the Blues were, at this point, guaranteed to end this season with their worst point percentage since the 2010-11 season. Is that good? And here's the reality about this team. It's real simple. The Blues are the best of the have-nots in a haves and have-nots division in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're the best of the five not good teams in a t- division with three good teams and five not good teams. And that's fine. That got us into the playoffs. But next year we're going into a harder division. And unless we make some serious changes or rethink our strategy or something, it's not working. The injuries this year were not the difference between us and where the Wild Knights and Avalanche are. It might be the difference between us and having quenched the game, the playoffs three games sooner,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but we're not in those teams' leagues. And it, it kind I don't, I don't like rating on people's positivity, but the kind of just like blind optimism heading into the playoffs really bothers me except you know what some of these same people when we get knocked will just be like oh well and shrug it off so like if you can do that great but like i'm gonna i hate this and i'm still gonna be hit by an emotional truck when we get knocked out of the playoffs so i lose either way
1: folks so lose those steven i agree with you but i'm going to try and be recklessly positive this podcast and I haven't spoken, so <laughs> so that's my positivity. You have been quite quiet. Um, quite yeah. quiet. Same word, but you just flip the letters. Oh uh, yeah, it's really hard for the dyslexic. That's right. I would assume I'm not. I'm not one myself. I'm not one of those. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great game against Vegas, but the Blues went on to play at Los Angeles on Monday, and they won. They won two to one. Uh, but. They also only had 19 shots in that game to the Kings 27. So it's still not a lot of shots. Still not uh, controlling the play, you would say. I mean, this one went all the way to overtime. You have uh, third period goals by Tyler Bozak and by Alex Iafalo. Hot dog! (laughs) Um, And then it goes to overtime and Justin Falk gets the game winner. It's... uh, this was about as boring as a game as you get. I mean, if we're being this honest. This was the most boring yeah, game of hockey. I've if we're ever. being honest, this is probably like this a game, 6-3 win in uh This
0: in game was so boring. Usually when a game's like... 7 to nothing is when you start to hear JK and Darren just talking about golf courses they've played or like yeah. hamsters that get lonely or whatever. But like this one they were doing that full-blown in a 1 to 1 game in the third period. They were talking about Andre Cofatari who by the way, very good player. I I think we sleep on how good that dude is. He's on he's bonkers good. Um but anyway, at his 1000th point recently he's led the kings in scoring like 13 seasons in a row or something um but (laughs) they were talking about him and darren pang just goes you ever been to slovenia john (laughs) (laughs) and it had all the same injury and energy as that scene in airplane where the pilot is like Timmy, have you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> you like
1: movies about gladiators. If you'd been to Slovenia, would I you think know you... it? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, wouldn't you have heard someone when they wouldn't brought it up? Have told Dude, you, I've been yeah. to Slovenia. If, that would be on your uh, get to know each other yeah. sort of cue card. If,
0: it, if for nothing else, at some point during the seven other times we'd played the Kings already this yeah. season, don't you think it might have come up? uh john ham didn't get to be in the booth this season or john ham would have gotten right to the bottom of that mm. john ham's probably been to slovenia oh i'm you know? sure that's where they film a Andri- lot of uh madness. is anji kopitar the most famous slovenian ever
1: i'm gonna have to say yes because he's the only slovenian i know <laughs> that's right exactly
0: Uh, we did win this in overtime, very nice Justin Falk goal, but hey, uh, who cares? I think it was more of a grind game, says Tyler Bozak, which is kind of more suitable for us, I think. Mm Mm-mm then you have back and forth trading chances off the rush stuff like that we want to keep building we want to limit our turnovers obviously create a lot of ozone time i still think we could get a lot more shots on that make more plays in the offensive zone that way but we'll keep building here moving into the playoffs tyler bozak a real players coach Tyler, tyler bozak uh by the way has sneakily had like 15 points in 20 games since yeah. returning from his concussion or whatever. So good on him. Sign him to another year. Sure. Th- I'd even do it at $3 million. Yeah. But people will be like, but that's bad. You gotta <laughs> save that money with Billy So That's a different story. Uh, Bozak on potential take. playoff opponents. Obviously, whoever it is, it's a really good team, <laughs> and we're going to have to bring our best and be on our game. So we need to focus on ourselves right now. Keep building our game. Work hard, getting good habits. You should have had those already. Don't build the game (laughs) in the penultimate game, you dunderheads. And be ready when the time comes, whoever we play.
1: I feel bad for Bozak because I like him a lot. I love Tyler. But, but he's been around so long that it's ingrained it's, in yeah. him. The, the uh, hockeyisms are ingrained I just ingrained can't in believe him. he didn't say look in the mirror. We look in the mirror. and uh, like what we see.
0: The Blues bring Clem Coston into the game for the final set against the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. One and only Clem Coston, who I think we already mentioned scored an assist tonight, his first in the NHL. Um, This was a great game. I actually didn't see a lot of this because it was two to nothing and I was kind of like, eh. And then Husso got the shutout, our only shutout of the season. Mm -hmm. Great job, Billy. Now pack your bags. You can go get a shutout elsewhere. Yeah, that's right. Ivan Barbashev, Jaden Schwartz, Tori Krug, and David Perron with the goals. Was that an even
1: strength?
0: Ooh, two even strength goals. Or one even strength one goal. One even strength goal. From Tori Krug. Two goals as a
1: Torrey whole. Tori Krug uh, gets it done everywhere. One on the power play.
2: <laughs>
0: one at even
1: strength. Should have had a shorty. He's just checking boxes. <laughs>
0: uh you know anything you really wanted to break down from this one this was not the best version of the wild
1: team we've seen yeah it, it wasn't um from the highlights i was watching this morning like huso did have some some really good saves it wasn't one of them shutouts where you just limited 11. their chances uh-huh. and it's like uh, you got a 15 save shutout i mean he really made some really some athletic and impressive saves seven to three jesus christ man i mean good cool I'm here for it. Yeah. Who scored? Who scored? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Come on, Perron. Give me a hattie. Give me the hat trick. It
0: is Jordan Cairo. Oh. Steven Santini registers oh. his first blues point.
1: Oh. The the, uh, the signed, the signed Steven, San, Steve, Steven Santini. Is he signed? Isn't he? I think we signed him to like another year. <laughs> Just today? No, like sometime last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> but i remember it was like blues have news like oh and i was like oh who cares so we sorry. gotta keep this guy i'm so sorry Santino, the great santini yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes exactly uh he probably spells it with a v e doesn't he he does i know for a fact he does because he's a bad
1: person Oh, I was I was struggling. You were to trying find to figure out where the Santini. V was T. Santini. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, it's a silent V then.
0: Uh yeah. Sorry, you were saying about the last game, the Huso game. I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: Oh no, yeah. I was like, the, I mean, it was it was a good game. It was a good game. That would have been a great game to end the season on until this game.
0: It was a two-year, two-way contract
1: extension. It's two-way. Baby, we
0: keep in Steven Santini forever. What a not ni- like. I know. What, a, what
1: a decision. I mean, that's fine. It I doesn't affect us at all. I know that
0: it doesn't affect us at all, but, like, what a deal for that guy. Yeah. That dude makes $700,000 when he's up in the NHL. And probably not nothing when he's in the AHL. I forget how that
1: works, but... Damn, if you... If you told me, like, hey man, if you work really hard at your job, you're going to make uh, ten times more than what you currently make because mm. we'll put you at the super pro league of your job, I'd be working my ass off non-stop and be making ten times more. Steven Santini is not where you'd think
0: a hockey player is from, but he's exactly where you'd think a guy named Steven Santini is from. Italy. The Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, yeah, pretty much uh really interesting Bronxville New York yeah uh so yeah and then tonight we came in here well we were gonna come in here when it was three nothing and assuming that the game would be uneventful uh it has had events the um goals came from Nico Sturm Ryan Suter and Marcus Fellino, who I saw someone refer to the other day as a sulky trophy front runner no and I felt I'd be shocked. I would be shocked. Throw, st-
2: throw the award You out. still
0: got to have points. Like, I know that you shouldn't, but you do. It's got to be Mark Stone or Ryan O'Reilly this yeah. year, I feel like. Usually it's the, like, sorry you couldn't win the Hart <laughs> Trophy Award anyway, you know? So, like, if it's Marcus Foligno, I'll eat my shorts. <laughs> but it won't be. Uh, Zach Sanford had the Wicked Wrister. We saw that. Braden Shen, PowerPoint goal. David Perron. Uh, got his 18th goal of the season to solidify a point per game season the game just ended the boys have won seven to three the season is over and the season is over ding 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 we need like the stock market yeah. bell. uh Braden shin um scored again then david perron scored again those were both on the power play. three power play goals and then Kairou from Coston and Scandela, they cut the puck for Coston. And Kairou from Bortuzzo and Santini. Um, great. Listen. That's great. Better to enter the playoffs.
1: <laughs> you want to be going in hot. Even if there are games where the other team is icing only half their team and they don't matter and blah, blah, blah. It makes you feel good it definitely puts you in the right headspace and uh you know a lot of sports is between the ears man you got to have that good feeling you got to have that feeling going in they won what 3 in a row two pretty convincing wins poor uh what's their goalie's name over there the backup Koskinen 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 in With Edmonton the Wild? no oh uh, Akkanen
0: Kakinen, okay Koskinen as uh, the Oilers oh that's right okay.
1: But, yeah, he's uh, not great against the Blues, at least. Uh, a nine spot and a seven spot put on him. So, you know, I mean, if we get to the second round and we play the Wild, please, please put that guy in. I'm please, sure he's great. Yeah. I'm sure he's a great playoff performer, and we'll go easy. Uh, the Avalanche are currently leading L.A. 3-1. to one, So uh, that could be who we play. It would seem to be that way. If I the Avs win, I believe we play them, right? I'm pretty sure.
0: would so much rather please first of all a two twofold hmm. first of all i genuinely as we've said several times think we match up better against the abs second of all i would hate the golden knights so much by the mm. end of even a four game series and with the abs i feel like if we get beat by the abs they'll just be a better hockey team
1: if the Avs beat us, I won't be. I'll be upset the Blues are out, but I won't be angry at the Avalanche. Yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Of course. But if the Golden Knights beat us, I got to look at Pete DeBoer's smug ass face. I got to <laughs> know that Petrangelo is moving on beyond us. I got to know that Mark Stone is moving. I'm like, oh, I just let, don't want that.
0: Let me ask you this Who does Nazem Kadri cross check when oh. he gets the serious suspension? Oscar like
1: Sundquist isn't playing, so that, that seemed to be that's that was my go to.
0: I feel like it's going to be Zach Sanford. Or. And that's fine. Vince Dunn. <laughs> He'll return in his first game.
1: I feel like it's got to be against somebody that, like. Is very inoffensive. I feel like he's gonna like just check the hell out of Ivan Barbashev. <laughs> Ivan know, Barbashev what? lays like a big hit on somebody, but it's a normal big hell, hit, and yeah. he's like just—he is so pissed. Cadre yeah. just skates right over and takes his head Although, off. Although you know
0: he didn't get suspended last playoffs, yeah, which right? means it's been more than eighteen months, he's which means he's not a repeat offender. It was because th- of this late bullshit system. <laughs> it was the Toronto problem. It was
1: Toronto's That's fault. That's right. Well, obviously. everything
0: is Toronto's fault in one way or another. If right. you really think about it.
1: Um, All roads lead the to Toronto. That's right. Uh, so that's the Blues.
0: Honestly, I, hope, I want them to have a great playoff. I want them to win the Cup. That'd be great. I just don't think they're going <laughs>
1: to. Oh, yeah. They don't have a Cup team, but it'd be great to... I'm looking at this playoffs like this. I would like them to go as far as I can, if only to learn what we have in, like... Some of the younger players, like a Kairou in the playoffs, or Ooh. even a Kostin in the playoffs, Ooh. or what's Tory Krug for us in the playoffs? What's Costen us? Yeah. You know, you could yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you
0: wouldn't. I, mean, say yeah, I wouldn't. I won't. But you the could. B- the boys had the better of the Corsi four percentage this hey! game, and the distinct worst of the high danger chances and expected of goals for. How do you
1: have how do you have lower high danger chances when you're beating a team seven to three? Well
0: easily you don't.
1: Well, I guess three you of those don't. goals are on the power play if you're looking at five on That's five. That's true. So.
0: Ah, good point. Let's see. Let's look at all. Oh, better and better. Okay. All right. This team's right. winning the cup. Winning the I cup. All
1: right. You convinced me.
0: Uh, the, speaking of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I was like,
1: yeah, if the Blues aren't winning the cup, Stephen, who could be?
0: Let's talk about the teams that are in and the teams that are out. The St. Louis Blues. Let's talk about our division first do you want to do that since we don't know let's assume it's colorado now let's assume i think that's probably good blues colorado vegas minnesota um i really do think we're better against the avalanche because we can play we can't play their style but we can neutralize their style Whereas the Golden Knights, as I've said, will play our style, but just better than us. Yeah. So I do think it's, I prefer this matchup. Um, I don't think we win necessarily. <laughs> like I wouldn't bet on us to win. Yeah. But I think if we're going to have a fighting chance, this is the matchup I prefer. Do you feel that way?
1: or? No, I do. I could see us doing like a real quick 2-0 on the abs right Where are just like oh shit you come out the door swinging they're not mm-hmm. expecting it you staple some guys to uh mckinnon oh and you would stay oh yeah who you staple some guys in mckinnon and and you're walking through the park basically mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it could be a back and forth series i do think obviously the avalanche are better <laughs> so that's who i would pick but i could see a blues upset i wouldn't look at and be like how how could that have happened i'd be like yeah that I could see that. That makes sense at some level. Um, but against the Golden Knights, well, again, I don't think it doesn't look like we'll be matching up against if the Avs beat LA tonight. Um, I think it's just going to be way harder. Like I picked I picked Colorado in seven against us. I think we can take them all the way to seven. I think we go up 2-0 early on them. They find their mojo. They come swinging back. We take another game. It goes to seven. Uh, if we play Vegas, I think it's over in five. I do not think you come out against Vegas strong. I don't think you hand it to them. I think they basically just wear you down. I mean, it's I look at that team and I look at the Blues from 2019 and I, I see the same team almost. I'm like that team's built to wear another team down because if the if we've been told anything, the playoffs are a different beast. And if you've seen anything, it's it's pretty true. Uh, it becomes more physical. The whistles generally tend to get put away by the officials, and you get some rough stuff in there. And it's a you know it's a game of attrition all of a sudden. And I don't think we can play that game against Vegas, where I think we might be or at least are equal in terms of heaviness and physicality to Colorado. Um, Vegas not so much. So you know blues play colorado is kind of the assumption i say colorado and seven, but that means i could just be one game away from being wrong and it's the blues you know in the second round and if the wild play vegas we're gonna pivot to that if the wild play vegas the wild have played really good against vegas mm-hmm. um i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> like i was gonna try and give you some sort of deep and of course that's because of i don't know why um, but they seem to do really well against them. I think they had, like, two comfort behind victories recently against them. Um, so if Minnesota beats Vegas, maybe they're feeling it. Maybe they're vibing. Maybe we have a tough time against Minnesota mm-hmm. in the second round. But we seem to play really well against Minnesota. So I think if you get past Colorado in the first round, you play Minnesota in the second, you, you've got a chance. I do think you can't. That's my, that's my positive take. You can't
0: write off playoff experience entirely. As a factor. Mm-hmm. And the Blues have more of that than any of these teams. Vegas has a lot now. Yeah. Um, Weird to think about, but yeah. Colorado doesn't have that much in terms of going deep. Uh, they got Kivironted out of the playoffs last year, and I can't remember before that. But, well, I remember what happened the year before that, because it was delightful. But, um, were they even in the playoffs that year? They were. were they... Did the Stars beat them that year, too? No. They took out... The Flames. They took out the Flames. And then lost to the Sharks? Yeah, because yeah, so. of the yeah, offside yeah, yeah, thing yeah. with Landis Cog's foot on the ice. That's right. Hot damn! All right, we figured <laughs> it out. So, um... The Golden Knights, I wonder if Bill Foley has done his team a disservice by tinkering as much as he has, because part of me wonders if they're going to play up tight now, knowing that if they lose early, they're going to be, well, even if they lose late, they're going to be, like, shaken up again. He'll just find some other way to massively screw with the locker room and bring something else in, because this is what he does now. Mm-hmm. Um... They're going to go get Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, exactly. Um, So that... I don't back the Golden Knights to win the Cup. I think of the teams in this division, they just strike me as almost the least likely. I'm not probably more likely than us. But, like, I just don't... Their magic opportunity has passed them by, and now it's like they're just going to have to win it. And I don't know if they had the togetherness to do it, but maybe they do. They've got Petrangelo and (laughs) And the rest. (laughs) Um, They've got, obviously, the talent is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to have to figure out goaltending now, too, because Marc-Andre Fleury has been phenomenal this season. But Mm -hmm. we all know what happened last year in the playoffs with Fleury and alan walsh and so that's gonna be a whole thing i just don't know i could really see them being like upset by the wild in the first round because the wild will be young and hungry and fast um and i could just see it happening but we'll have to see
1: what so steven what's your pick for colorado st louis though
0: i do think colorado and six and it's gonna be like a like a clean six (laughs) you know really
1: I want to be optimistic. Oh, no, you don't. Are you changing it? No, I'm Colorado oh, okay, in seven, okay. but it's going to be a dog fight, Steve. It's going to be That's a dog fine. fight. That's fine. Good, 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 good. This is not a clean seven. This is not a gentleman seven. Um, Vegas versus Minnesota. I'm going
0: to go out and say it. I'm going to say Minnesota in seven
1: uh, games. I want to say Minnesota. Minnesota feels right, but I just can't imagine Vegas... I let that happen. So I say Vegas in seven.
0: I'm going to say Minnesota in seven. We got to be different on some of yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Edmonton Oilers, well, let's do them last because yeah. their season isn't over. Um, nah, screw it. Let's do it next. Let's just move from the bottom <laughs> up. Um, the Edmonton Oilers are going to take on the Winnipeg Jets. And by that, I mean, Connor McDavid is going
1: to take on the Winnipeg yeah. Jets. Uh, That sounds so isolating and scary for the Winnipeg Jets.
0: Connor McDavid is the best athlete in the world right now. He is the most elite player of any sport anywhere on the planet Let's just say the
1: gap between him and the next best player is huge, and I don't know another like team sport for sure where someone is that much better than the rest of their entire team to me they have dry on that team For lebron is
0: aging and injured so he's out to me he's passed lebron easily and mike trout um there's nobody in the nfl that even comes close because how could there be it's like oh you can't function the same way as a solo person there but like he's just out of this world he's insane and leon dry is so freaking good Mm -hmm. and I know who you think is going to win the series, and and part of me is saying run to your side of the aisle because all of the like, how do teams win in the playoffs, and does experience matter, and all, and depth matters, and all of that stuff. And I I hear all of that, mm-hmm. and I saw the Oilers be clown themselves last year in the playoffs, and I know Mike Smith could turn back into a pumpkin at any point, but part of me thinks that the that the Oilers are going to make a deep run at this just because Connor, Connor McDavid's going to just do it. Mm. He's just going to do it, like on his own.
1: That's what I mean. If he decides I, to, he could just win the series on his own.
0: I honestly believe the dude could win the cup on his own this year. Like he's in another universe. That'd be fun.
1: That'd be a good story.
0: Of I mean, right? But have we ever... Sidney Crosby was never this dominant. At, at any time I mean, and that's not taking anything away from Sidney crosby and i get i get that it's the north division and whoever comes out of this division i think is going to get hit by the truck of reality um <laughs> yeah playing any of the teams coming from any of the other divisions but i do think edmonton wins this series Because I can't imagine Connor McDavid letting them lose this series. And I think they probably do it in like seven games. Um, Because they'll get to game seven and then McDavid will just be like, yeah, it's me. I guess I'll go do it.
1: I, I mean, that... I feel like that's it's so hard, right? I feel like I both. I get. I, I do feel like get why picks, you feel the other
0: way, though. 100%. I feel like both
1: picks make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, Connor if Connor McDavid wins the series on his own, everyone's going, uh huh. And I think Con, peop,
0: peop, on the other side of the ice, Connor Hellebuck could win a series yeah. on his own. Well, that's
1: the thing; it's head scratching at first glance that someone could pick Winnipeg against Edmonton, but I just see that they weren't in it against chicago like mm-hmm. we talked about that that was like some of the worst hockey oh, especially good. the worst like playoff hockey ever yeah um and so part of me is like that's not gonna happen again and i don't think it will i don't think it will but first i i get it i have some sneaking suspicion they're gonna lose again in the first round and i pick winnipeg in six namely because of what you said the other connor connor hallebuck and, and just if you lose again in the first round,
0: how are you as McDavid not trying to get out of there? If there was anything but him and Dreisaitl on that team, uh-huh. they would be cup contenders. The only reason you're even in the playoffs, arguably, is not, well, Connor McDavid. The only other reason is that Mike Smith is playing like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like 20, 2002 <laughs> Roberto Luongo. Like, he's out of his mind. Um, 2002 is probably too early for a long ago, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I I really get your argument. Uh, the the bigger team, Edmonton's the bigger team. They're more experienced. They've got more of the greasy grinder, Blake Wheeler types that'll just cheat to win in the playoffs and they've got Connor Hellebuck. So I see it all and I just feel like nothing's, nothing's stopping, uh, Nothing's stopping Conor McDavid right now. Yeah. And nothing's stopping me from picking the Montreal Canadiens over the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Again, a uh, fine it,
0: pick. You have you have to say your piece, because I have to decide if yeah. this pick is based on actual logic or
1: just hatred of Toronto. So I picked Toronto in seven, because Toronto Toronto has... If Toronto doesn't win this series... they got to blow I, it up. I think my brain breaks and I don't even root for this team. Like, that would make no sense. Uh huh. That would make zero sense. And much like if the Edmonton Oilers lose, it would also make all the sense if Toronto lost. And of course. Especially if they lose in game seven to the Montreal Canadiens. Of course. That's the narrative. This is a team,
0: by the way, that beat uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins last year.
1: Oh, Montreal. They're a yeah. much
0: worse team than they are this year.
1: That's, and that's what makes me go, man, Montreal, if you can do that to Pittsburgh, you can most certainly do that to a Toronto Maple Leafs team who's had zero playoff success. Which is why I said it has to go to seven games. Because I think Montreal still drags Toronto through the muck, kicking and screaming. But I feel like Toronto, this would be the ol- this is the only season where they have to get out of the first round. They have to. If
0: they don't get out of the first round this year, you seriously have to, blood has to be shed in that team.
1: That's what I mean. A you man-
0: got to tra- trade not only not mm, William, but uh, <laughs> Nylander, kneelander
1: Imagine, if you will, you were really hungry, and you're like, can I have food? And someone said, no. And you said, so I'm going to go hungry? And they go, no. And you go, I don't get it. And, and they, they said, and then they exactly. walked and they walked away. <laughs> that would be if the Toronto Maple Leafs lose this this first round series because you go well, so what now and they go and someone just shrugs. So I don't know and just walks off. Fucking like, Kyle Dubas just says I don't know and walks off because like what else? They they've tried everything. They have amazing players in that team. They went out and they got a little punchier this summer, right? Uh-huh. They got a little punchier. They got. Some old guys now that are grizzled and they they want to win that cup. And if that doesn't work, oh, then what God, the fuck's that happening? Jim Thornton out there. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, they're all going to pat themselves on the back for trying to get him a cup and whatnot. Oh. But... <laughs> I, um, I think they make it out of this round. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to pick them. But if they right. play Winnipeg, like I think they would, I think they make it out of the second round. But... Then I think a thousand percent they get smacked in the face. Like you said, of reality being like, oh no, we're not in the North anymore. And Carolina just like straight through them. But if Edmonton wins the first round and Toronto wins, I think Edmonton walks through Toronto. I really do. I think Connor McDavid is like too fucking, like who? What's their goalie? What's their goalie that's not their goalie? uh just read about him the other day i want to say cal peterson that's the one
0: one i wanted to say too um jack campbell
1: yeah that guy's stopping conor mcdavid shots no
0: goodbye (laughs) get
1: out of the way i do
0: think that's my like that's the big x factor with the maple Leafs. this playoffs is like they don't have frederick anderson to turn into a pumpkin Mm -hmm. but jack campbell and dave riddick certainly could
1: yeah, Jack Campbell, who's been really good this year, whatever, like 17 two and two, but has like played any playoffs ever? I don't know. I don't if even he's ever know. Started a playoff game. I'm just saying that's a lot. That's this narrative is there for him to fall apart. You're not getting big save Dave. Big save Dave has looked already like a pumpkin this year. Like I wouldn't want to rest my playoff hopes on him. I feel like.
0: Carey Price, also never a playoff game. No playoff games. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the Canadians are going to slap Toronto in the face
1: mm.
0: a couple of times.
1: I what? think they're definitely more suited to play a physical game. Josh Anderson's there. Joel Edmondson's Joel there. Joel Edmondson's
0: there. Jeff Petrie, Shea Weber.
1: Oh, I completely forgot about this, Stephen. What is uh, we Maybe you've literally just said this because you said something about Carey Price. Is Carey Price starting? Yeah. But he hasn't been starting recently. I thought he was like out injured or maybe, maybe he wasn't injured. There's been a lot of Jake Allen going on. Yeah. I just wonder about the Jake Allen factor, which is a split personality twofold of, is it Jake Allen where he it's just... What if it, it's
0: just freaking... What if it's
1: 2016 or what is it? 2017 Jake what Allen. What if
0: it's game over Jakey and he just... Oh, I would, uh, I would just float to heaven on a on a rainbow of joy if Jake Allen shut
1: the door on the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs. Uh, oh God, I might be rooting harder I'm for like, Jake Allen than I ever rooted for me. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm
0: like cry laughing about the idea now. If I want, I want to do this anyway. You can't find the damn things, but I will freaking stitch together a reverse retro Jake Allen jersey if. He wins them around against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I will do it. I will do whatever it takes. Ha ah, Jakey boy, please. All of our hopes. I agree with you. For some reason, I feel like if it's Oilers, Maple Leafs, the Oilers just run train on them. I don't know why. I feel like if I feel like if McDavid's out of the first round, all bets are freaking off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Washington Capitals versus the Boston Bruins this feels like a snore series to me I think it's a Washington's been rough lately Boston's been red hot with Taylor Hall uh you talk about it I yeah, got to make just, uh,
1: my decision. Their season series, they both won four games. They've been pretty even uh, with Washington only outscoring Boston 26 to 25 in their series. Washington is the third best power play, but Boston is the second best PK this season. Wow. All
0: right. Wow. Who's uh, Washington's coach now? Is it Dan Biles? It's somebody, is it uh, Lavi yeah, yeah, Lavi. I don't know what that makes me think. Does so he have a history of playoff success? No, right? Because he won, oh, he won the for... He
1: won the Cup in uh, 2006. Oh, uh, yeah, with the <laughs> Hurricanes. Hurricanes? Okay, all right, all right. Like a millennia ago. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, so honestly, it's like he's never won a Cup. I mean, seriously, like he has, but it's so long ago, you know, it's a whole different sport yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think i pick Washington just because I think they have, like, a better overall team. Like, Boston does obviously a battle have. battle for Zidane O'Chara's soul. Oh, that's right.
0: The only question I have about this series is how quickly is Tom Wilson suspended? Yeah. Does he make it to game two? I don't think he does. I think he runs, like, Evgeny Kuznetsov in game one.
1: But the Capitals don't like Kuznetsov anymore, so. I know. But so that's, they'll be okay with but it. Yeah,
0: they'll be fine with it, but, like, that'll be the thing where Paris is like, come on, man! Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm literally trying. Yeah. Uh, I am constantly disappointed by the Capitals in the playoffs, which means I'm going to pick Boston in six, and then they're going to win the cup again, because that's how it happens.
1: I do have to say that while I think the series will be close, Uh and I think Washington wins in seven, I don't particularly find this series of any interest. Like, they're... They're both very good teams. If either one of them won the Cup this year, I'd be honestly a little disappointed if either one did it. If, I, blah, if
0: anyone for this division wins the Cup, I will sleep
1: through it. I <laughs> was well, uh, like, the next series isn't any better. Penguins
0: versus the Islanders. Pittsburgh won 6 of 8 and outscored New York 26 to 19, as you say. Pittsburgh is first in goals four, and the Islanders are second in goals against. Who will give?
1: Uh, yeah, the the Penguins, Islanders, I'm yeah. pretty sure. The Islanders swept. They were the ones that swept uh, the Penguins in the first round Two in years. 2019. Yeah. Um, Why so are the, the Penguins, Penguins
0: resurgent?
1: I don't know. I haven't really paid much attention, but they've like every... Do they have
0: anything new?
1: No, I mean, you still got Sidney Crosby. <laughs> yeah, I so
0: get So there that.
1: you go. You've got Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, I don't know who's who's on that team has just been... Playing crazy is Tristan Jari good again? I guess. He's I guess he must be. Somebody I mean, must fine. be because they looked awful earlier in the year. Yeah.
0: Crosby has sixty-two points in fifty-five games. Jake Gunsel Gun. has a point per game. Um, or some real David Perron's um, over Kasperi there. Kappenum, thirty points in forty games. Jason Zucker, eighteen points in thirty-eight games. Oh, woof. And, yeah, Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith have returned to Earth, nine oh nine two seventy five for Jari, which isn't great, but when you consider that it was, like, 760-902 <laughs> for the first couple of weeks of the season, that's not that bad.
1: Ah, they're going
0: to win another cup,
1: aren't Pittsburgh <laughs> is my, when I did all my, my little um, playoff tree in the, Back of my mind here with all these winners I'm picking. Um, yeah, I think I have Pittsburgh winning the Cup, unfortunately. Uh, not, you know, not ideal, not great, not fun uh, as a fan, but, you know, could, could happen. I want the Islanders to win. Let me put it that way. I'd like, I think Pittsburgh's going to win in six, but I would like the Islanders to win because I think they're more interesting team which is hard to say because they are kind of a boring team at the same time but mm-hmm. i think they have some players on there that i'm more interested in than the same old Sidney crosby evgeny malkin shtick all over again yeah yeah i agree
0: i think they won two, and i will also say six games um florida panthers versus the tampa bay lightning florida just raffle stomped tampa bay
2: mm-hmm.
0: tampa does get nikita Kucherov back Oh, but their job. roster is otherwise very banged up. I'm uh I'm gonna buck the trend here. I'm taking Florida in this series.
1: I hope Florida does
0: win. I'm taking Florida in seven. But you're probably right that they won't. Go ahead and say your. But piece.
1: I mean Tampa. I mean Tampa should uh should be tired, right? A lot of, of hockey played yeah. last year. It's possible the
0: Washington Capitals laid a fart the year after they won the cup.
1: We <laughs> played. We're in they game seven. Two? uh carolina oh yeah they were playing wait right
0: game seven went to overtime and they clearly just didn't even yeah. want to win
1: yeah yep yeah. they just said whatever <laughs> they said if you score we'll leave and carolina's like i know we're trying it's like you could try harder so <laughs> the we capitals yeah. <laughs> please quick um man i i think this is gonna be a fun series i'm all in on florida Oh I yeah, think Florida, they're the bandwagon team for Florida's sure. Been fun. Florida is the fourth highest scoring team in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's bonkers. Tampa's eighth highest. Tampa allowed seventh fewest goals. That was the fourth best PK. I, I think it's going to be a high scoring series. It's going to be very high scoring. And I'm here for it. Um, I've got Tampa in six just because I like their their playoff experience to Florida's like zero playoff experience. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see Florida win. But yeah, I say Tampa in six.
0: I, uh, I think Florida's got the guns this year. I don't know. Chris Drieger's story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they've got Alex Barkov, who's phenomenal. Do they have
1: whoever Knight, their like, other oh, Spencer Knight is yeah. there now. Spencer Knight. Um, oh, Bobrovsky, who I've completely forgotten, well, is even there. Everyone has. <laughs> oh, so Joel sad. Quinville,
0: though. Yeah. People don't remember that he's there. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that they're. <laughs> I think they probably lose the next round yeah. to Carolina. Um, but I just feel like they're going to do it. I don't know. Carolina versus Nashville. There's nothing here.
1: This is as close to a sweep as I could UC pick. You see
0: Soros? I know he's a little hot. Yeah. But I just can't. I don't see how Nashville withstands Carolina in a seven-game series.
1: Carolina, the uh, were they the presence trophy? One? No. Yeah. Are they?
0: I think so. Yeah you're right because i think
1: check it out i will but i think we don't want to quote these people vegas was in
0: contention and then lost it uh let's go let's go uh hurricanes have 80 points penguins 77 now the golden knights have 82 so it'll be whoever wins our division
1: Hey, it's going to be the Avalanche. They're I up five one against LA right now. There we go. Is that
0: so? Do they split it then, or is it a because they have head to head, they win the
1: President's Trophy? I think it's just regulation wins. The President's plural trophy. Okay. And I think they. I think they get that.
0: Oh, because that's the tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> when wait, wait your Trophy. No, they don't have more regulation wins. Definitely. Oh wait, maybe regulation wins. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm looking at just wins. Well, yeah, I can't. I just don't see how the Predators hold a candle to Carolina in
1: yeah. a seven-game series. So
0: that's kind of a a dull note to end on. But that's where we are. Stephen,
1: who is your Stanley Cup pick? If I'm if I try and throw my my uh, bracket out from what I was doing earlier, and I just kind of try and pick from all sixteen teams that are there right now, um, I think. My mind wants to go with, oh God, I don't even know. You take it, take Carolina, it, I'm dying.
0: I want to say Carolina. Carolina's the best yeah, yeah. team. Yeah. They still have Peter Morazic as their goalie.
1: They have some other guys on now, Net- don't
0: they? Net- Ned Jevjelvich is there, Yeah. yeah. If he's the goal... But he's in his very first year. Oh, okay. I just think their goaltending is going to hold him back.
1: Yeah. Always From winning the Cup. Yeah.
0: I don't want to be a homer, but I really do think the Avs are the team to beat. Yeah. They don't have a weakness.
1: Except us. Except us. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I would like to beat the Avs if not only to spoil everyone's fun that's not a blues fan this, or whatever that is really hoping for Avs night series this year feels like
0: pretty wide open to me
1: though right you know i don't feel like there's some team where i'm like if they don't win that'll be yeah. crazy there's I'm not like, even there's a lot group of, pretty of teams good.
0: like earlier this year i was like oh it's got to be vegas or the Avs or the lightning yeah and now i'm kind of like it could be any of them or it could be carolina it could be uh, New York could bore the Islanders, could boring their way to the uh, cup, or Florida Canada. could exciting their way to the cup, or Connor McDavid could Connor McDavid his way to the cup. Like, I think there's seven or eight teams that are honest contenders. Boston's always a contender.
2: Yeah,
0: um, Washington could be a contender if they got out of their own way enough. Like, I think it's exciting. I think it's a fun year. It's going to be a weird year still a little bit, but yeah, they're not going to be in bubbles and being weird like that. So
1: Yeah, it'll be nice to at least have fans. Fans will be there. I think you're <laughs> right. I think other than the Carolina-Nashville um, matchup, I don't think there's any series where, I think there's, I mean, I think there's ones where there's a clear-cut favorite to win it, but I could see the other team winning. Like we said, Montreal beating Toronto would be crazy, but it would also make sense. Um, you know, Minnesota beating Vegas, that'd be kooky, but would make sense. Uh, Winnipeg beating Edmonton, that's nuts too, but it's like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's, there's some ones, there's some, uh, upsets that really aren't going to be too crazy if they occur, but yeah, overall, I don't know, man. I, I guess I picked Pittsburgh cause that's how my bracket went, but I think Carolina is a pretty good contender too. I think the Avalanche are, like you said, um... And then I really want to keep an eye on Edmonton if they if they get out of the first round because I think I think you give Connor McDavid like that's the difference. I think you give Conor McDavid any steam, mm-hmm. and it's just a train. It's Can just going to be a train.
0: He, I, there is a there. I told you this earlier. There is a part of me that is in the back of my head is just like, is Conor McDavid going to win the Stanley Cup single handedly this season? <laughs> I, I I mean he could. He, he's playing that well.
1: How many games do you normally play? Like 20-ish? Low 20s, maybe? Yeah. Like, if you don't go to seven-game series all the time? 45 like, points. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. How many points do you get? It's like 45, 50 If, he, if
0: he play, <laughs> Yeah. Like, genuinely. Uh, yeah, I
1: don't, 50, a 50-point 50 postseason? Of, if,
0: if the rules in the playoffs were enforced the same way as the rules in the regular season, I, I would be pick. I'd probably pick them. Yeah. It's... They're going to be allowed to hold him and knuckle him and all sorts of stuff and that'll be a problem but um i do want to finish with one thought and it's not to crap on the blues but oh, i'm seeing no. a lot of
1: a white a white dump
0: <laughs> i just see a lot of this like being hot at the end of the season worked pretty well for us in 2019 didn't it? oh <laughs> and it's just like First of all, we aren't hot at the end of the season. We had a couple good games, and then we were Garbo before that for a little while. But second of all, we were the best team in hockey for, for like, like two months.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the last that was three our games that made sense. was hot at the end of
0: the season. It wasn't a week. I just like, I'm, I don't get this. I, I get the wanting to be optimistic going into the playhouse and listen. When Monday comes around, you and I will both be as on board as anyone else. Uh, and we'll be pulling for this team. We want them to win, obviously. But like, I just don't get the blind optimism. But with that said, I think the Blues won the Cup.
1: So you know, um, <laughs> it's going to be hard, man. It's going to be. Let me a, ask you this question. A lot harder. This will be 2019. a fun conversation. To end
0: on. Yeah. If the Blues win the Stanley Cup in yeah. 2021, yeah. this upcoming Stanley Cup, who wins the?
1: Uh, Con Smythe Trophy, Ryan O'Reilly, boring. <laughs> uh,
2: David
1: Perron, babe. I dude. know that that'd be cool. Right yeah, I think Dave. I mean, David Perron or
0: Jordan Bennington, Tory Krug. Perhaps.
1: I think. I think it's. I think it's Jane Schwartz's. Uh, to lose.
0: swan, song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: swan song. imagine he wins the con smite and then we still let him walk sorry man
2: How much oh, you want? i don't know this is,
1: this is our plan all along army can i have a 5.5 for a no i won't
0: even ask for a no movement clause just a partial no tr- no just a partial no that's what you're getting yeah. for
1: me it's not a no movement clause it's a no comma move yeah. <laughs> clause in the way
0: Uh, so, until Vegas, until, uh, David Prawn is lifting the Con Smythe Trophy above his head, you'll be in Hawaii, Mm
2: -hmm. we'll
0: figure something out, it'll be like early afternoon, we can record something maybe after the games, or figure out, Yeah, do like a little 20-30 minute Zoom call, we'll get, we'll get the folks some content. When are you back from Hawaii? On Saturday. So right after the, (laughs) the, uh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> whatever team <and> the avalanche <laughs> complete their gentleman's sweep No,
0: that won't happen that fast but
1: it won't be three nothing when i get back it'll be two one halves all right yeah that's fair Or two one blues there'll and be no it'll, three o's but then it'll be
0: six to nothing. <laughs> and there we go all right folks uh you tried you tried the boys are gonna boys are gonna win the damn thing why not
1: yeah, it's the
0: playoffs, Let's baby. have fun. It's playoffs. Playoffs. Anything can happen. Playoffs, uh, Jim Moore, whatever that guy's yeah. name was in in, in Indianapolis, uh, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. And we'll be here for every minute of it. Stay tuned. Have a great night. Adios. See ya. Up everything. The Blues are in the last week of the regular season, which means the games are made up and the points don't matter. And let's not even talk about the North Division. Tonight, we'll discuss the playoff matchups we know about and the ones we think we know about. Plus, we'll touch on Jack Eichel dropping a bomb on the nuclear waste pile that is Buffalo. Any of our listeners can have whatever elective surgeries they want. So, let's...
1: <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
0: You did so good, man. Uh, 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 I
2: fucking
1: should stay
0: in the organization. <laughs> should I just say, let's get started. Let's go, boys. Let the people have this version.
2: I remember when we missed out the first time saying it's alright, we'll be around. Cause like we had our owner's massive bank account. And with Leno, we'd be great. What? Then you come around again and say, maybe winning will require suffering. Trust me, all these years and nothing's ever changed. I say I hate you, I'll quit you, you're playing. I watch you. Ooh, 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 ooh. The playoff drought goes to none. playoffs we are never ever ever getting back to the playoffs you make your decisions cause you know more than me but we are never ever ever getting back to the playoffs like ever I'm really getting sick of losing games, and me Falling forward thinking it'll change, and you Making all these meaningless trades For some bottom 6-4 that'll really help the PK Ooh, 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 ooh. coming back again